Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, May 29th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Cosmos Club, featuring Deedle with Archway. Let's take a listen. Welcome everyone to the Cosmos Club, where we talk all things Cosmos. We uh, tweet about what's going on in the Cosmos ecosystem, and then we invite interesting, fascinating, hardworking builders like Deedle from Archway uh, coming on spaces like these. Welcome Deedle to the club. Thanks, man. This is, this is exciting. Appreciate you having us. So uh, before we uh, dive straight into uh, Archway and what you guys are building and uh, what's uh, coming out from you guys uh, soon enough, we, uh, we like to keep it uh, a little bit personal, at least in the beginning, because I think a lot of people come from all backgrounds in, uh, in crypto and blockchain and Cosmos. So uh, perhaps you can tell us a short, brief story of uh, how you ended up working on uh, Archway. Uh, no, awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, uh, we all have kind of our unique uh, journeys into crypto and, and how we fell on the rabbit hole. And my, I'm no different. Um, I actually found out about uh, crypto when I was living in Costa Rica. I was volunteering um, on a small island in Costa Rica that was a um, pretty rural island that was uh, pretty poor. It was just a local fishing village. And uh, my wife and I were volunteering to help with uh, diverse, like, thinking about the people on the, like thinking about how people on the island could think about other ways of generating income and di- diversifying their income. And we helped them um, get like an ecotourism collective together to help small businesses um, generate income. And actually during that time, I started going down a uh, personal finance rabbit hole and started learning about equities. And then I uh, learned about uh, kind of the emerging world of blockchain. This was like uh, late 2016, early 2017. And then pretty much from there on out, I've been working in the space full time for the past uh, six years now. Beautiful. Did you uh, take the Ethereum pill back in 16 and 17, like uh, many other people <laughs> did back then? Or uh, how did you uh, initially get into crypto? Yeah, definitely. I think the idea of what was capable with smart contracts and being able to automate a lot of the like processes that we do so manually. Um, and the idea of radical transparency and everything immutable on the blockchain was really powerful for me. So definitely um, the concept of Ethereum and uh, just smart contract platforms in general um, have been, yeah, kind of opened up my eyes. And then, yeah, I ended up working in um, the Ethereum space and worked on the first uh, protocol that launched uh, NFTs natively as tickets. Um, and also one of the first lending protocols in Ethereum. Uh, but I've definitely Cosmos pilled and have been, uh, cosmonaut for the past uh, four years now beautiful and how did you uh, end up uh, sort of getting the cosmos pill then uh, swallowed uh, because i think it's, it's funny to hear your story because i have a, a little bit of a similar history for myself getting into cosmos i also worked on the money market basically lending and borrowing uh, built on ethereum um, and just I've, I've told this story many times but basically 
I felt very much in, in the Ethereum ecosystem. I didn't like the, the sort of vibe that I was getting there. It was a sort of a zero-sum game. You know, in this corner, you got all the taxes that is fighting for trading volume. In this corner, you got all the lending markets that is fighting for liquidity. And, you know, it's sort of a winner-takes-all, zero-sum game. But when I first heard about Cosmos and uh, started sort of interacting with the Cosmos ecosystem, it was a whole different world. It was very much, you know, let's build a, a bigger ecosystem, a bigger cake, you know, uh, any new app chain or anything deployed on Cosmos with Cosmos Tech uh, just is a benefit to the entire ecosystem. So very much a different vibe. Uh, I was feeling at least personally um, why I got into Cosmos uh, myself. But uh, please, <laughs> how did you get into Cosmos from Ethereum? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that, right? And the the idea that everyone can have their own chain or everyone can um, build and there's native interoperability and it's not all zero-sum, like you said, I, I definitely align with that. And um, Cosmos is very decentralized, maybe almost to a fault at times, but it's true to its ethos. Uh, and I'm a big fan of that. Um, and actually, I was very involved in a project, uh, Sentinel, um, and I helped kind of take over and lead that project and lead it from a ERC-20 Ethereum-based um, protocol to its own sovereign um, Cosmos chain um, and was one of the earlier chains that was IBC-enabled <clears throat> shortly after um, IBC went live. Um, so that was kind of a, a big transition. I knew that, that, that the Cosmos tech stack and being able to have um, independent, um, uh, independent uh, consensus and uh, the community to be able to decide on kind of the future of the protocol was a far better design, especially for that application. Um, so I was, you know, I've been interested in Cosmos since um, like late 2017. And uh, I knew people that were involved in the, the original uh, Cosmos fundraise in the middle of 2017. Um, but yeah, really in 2019 is when I started digging in a lot deeper um, and then uh, helped uh, with Sentinel making the transition. So that was pretty exciting. And then um, I was at Sentinel for a couple of years. And then for a year, I was leading out ecosystem and growth and uh, partnerships, as well as some of the marketing efforts at Say. Um, and that went really well. And we built out a pretty big ecosystem at Say. And then I got the opportunity to join the really impressive team at Phi Labs uh, and kind of never looked back. So it's, been, it's only been um, less than two months, uh, but it's been really exciting. And I, find, I think I finally found a home of uh, the place where I'm excited to, you know, contribute um, and see Archway really, you know, have a long-term success. I think it's going to be an important blockchain um, for years to come. Beautiful. And I think that's a great segue to talk about Archway and talk about what you guys are building over there. Because, um, I mean, you guys are killing it, in, uh, if you ask us. But uh, and we're super excited to see uh, how you guys are yeah, going, going to launch and uh, and how you how you go about uh, the coming weeks, I guess. But uh, talk to us about Archway. Talk to us as if we didn't know about it, if we are uninitiated, as we like to say. And this is the first time we hear about Archway. Awesome. Well, no, I mean, I completely agree with you, right? Of this idea of zero sum and how things can become dog eat dog. And also, I think that it's not only just applications, but I also think it's layer ones in general. Um, I think there's this whole concept of the FAT protocol thesis and that all the value that's going to be built into an ecosystem should go right back to the layer one. And all you need to do is like buy and hold the layer one token and, and you're going to make it. And I think that that also kind of becomes a very kind of like a scarcity mindset kind of 
thinking um, and, and also leads to short-term thinking. Um, and that's kind of the exact opposite of what Archway is. And that also the inspiration for why Archway was um, created. So Archway is a layer one blockchain, but unlike Ethereum where um, all the value that's getting created on the ecosystem goes back exclusively to layer one, the idea is that the value that's created on the ecosystem by the contributors that are bringing that value is able to get captured more by those contributors. So the dApps that um, bring users and bring liquidity and bring activity on chain, those dApps see a much greater um, rise in um, the uptick and in the value that they create. And uh, developers that are creating interesting smart contracts that enable um, different types of infrastructure to work are able to capitalize on the value and the um, important technology that they're building. So Griffin is the um, CEO of Phi Labs, which is the development company that's building some of the, um, some of the core aspects of the Archway protocol. And um, Griffin worked at Tendermint. And prior to working at Tendermint, he worked at Consensus. Um, and for those that don't know, Consensus is kind of the biggest private organization that has helped uh, the rise of the Ethereum ecosystem um, and has built a lot of cool, uh, cool and kind of important um, tooling and infrastructure and products within the Ethereum ecosystem, including MetaMask. Um, and when Griffin was at, uh, at Consensus, he noticed exactly what you were talking about. Uh, this idea that it became kind of dog eat dog and it wasn't like this idea of growing a greater pie. And also that developers that built really interesting and great applications were not seeing kind of the, um, the, up, the, the value and the upside of all that they were creating. And so Griffin thought that there's a better way to design a blockchain that is more long-term minded and that creates sustainable uh, economies so that um, this, there's, you know, all these chains that you get, you get hyped and get all kind of pumped up and they kind of have this like single cycle mentality and how do we pump it up and get really big. And then there's kind of this, uh, washout and kind of like, um, you know, not sustainable, like long-term thinking Griffin, uh, had the vision for something completely the opposite. And that was the, the inspiration for Archway. And that's exactly what we're launching now. And I want to hone in on, uh, on the value creation, because I think this is something that has been underappreciated uh, for a long time. And uh, just for the audience here, um, imagine, you know, Compound, Aave, Uniswap, all the big dApps that are built on Ethereum. They all obviously use the Ethereum network, gas fees, network fees are paid in ETH. So the value accrual goes to the Ethereum network. Imagine if Uniswap, Aave, et cetera, could have that value accrual to themselves, to their own chain or whatever they launch. This would be great, I think, for, for their teams. Um, not so great for Ethereum uh, stakers, but but for the team that is building the DAP, Aave, Compound, whatever, it will be a pretty fantastic revenue stream, I could imagine. And this is not just hypothetical. This is exactly what's happening with DFIDX. I'm sure many other teams are considering moving from Ethereum to Cosmos and building their own app chain for this exact reason. But now comes in Archway, where you don't have to deploy your own app chain. That's expensive, tedious, all that. You can build it on Archway and still capture value. Is that correctly understood, Dietl? Or would you like to add to that uh, sort of high-level understanding of Archway? Yeah, no, that, that's definitely right at the, at the high level. And what, what is empowered is actually 
at the chain level, at the protocol level. So this isn't just an idea, oh, like value, you know, creators capture greater value. It's actually designed um, and implemented as modules built into the blockchain. Um, so you're able to customize your smart contracts um, to enable uh, fees or premiums. And you can customize the, uh, the, the terms and the size and the frequency of those premiums so that uh, when people interact with your uh, protocol and with your um, smart contract, they're able to generate revenues. And not only is it um, exclusively from the uh, smart contract, but you can also uh, earn uh, a portion of the gas fees goes back to the uh, co smart contract deployers, as well as uh, a portion of the um, inflation, the validator rewards. So um, there is, it, it, it's thinking more long-term about how to uh, align the incentives of builders that are creating great apps and um, an emerging ecosystem so that the apps are able to participate in the upside. And also what that makes is interesting too, is that not every application that builds needs to generate and create their own uh, governance token and do all that. Yeah. Um, they can, they can build and just focus on the application themselves and not focus on the economic model of, of a token um, and are able to earn Arch tokens um, by generating activity on chain. Um, so it's a, it's a much more like long-term thinking model. And um, even the actual tokenomics of the Arch token as well is more long-term thinking. So it's a lower inflation rate um, and more sustainable models so that um, it doesn't like, you know, there's not this kind of hyperinflation where there's crazy APRs and everyone, you know, apes in. And then when the hype runs out, there's like this crazy uh, inflation without kind of like the, the backing of it. So I think everything that's been designed in the Archway protocol is thinking more long-term than it is uh, just about, you know, the next hype cycle. Beautiful. Talk to us about the uh, lack of, or at least the, no need for a token when uh, building on archway because i think that's also something that i really want to get in front of the bus uh, a lot of people when they want to build a blockchain application adapt uh, you know entering web3 and all that kind of stuff you know they get super excited you know they don't need to create a sign up page and log in with facebook log in with the uh, <laughs> with google uh, you just you know connect your wallet off you go but then these teams, and I've been on one of them, um, they, they all of a sudden say, oh, but we need a token. Oh, and we need this and that. And we need to think about tokenomics. We need to think about this. We need to think about that. And then the focus just co completely diverts into something else instead of building the product, the platform that you set out to build in the first place. Mm -hmm. So this is a different with Archway, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, the, the teams that build an application have full autonomy to... Um, launch a token if they so desire, but it's not, you know, a lot of teams to your point, launch a token in spite of the fact that they're building an application and they're doing it um, because they need it as a method for uh, revenue generation uh, and for ability to like raise capital. Um, but they're not doing it because they really want to launch a token or because it even really makes sense to natively need a token in their application, but nor because it's an easy capital bootstrapping mechanism, or it's an easy way to um, kind of generate um, a monetization aspect within their protocol. Um, but if you're building a great protocol and you're generating activity on chain, then that's value that you're creating. 
and as long as there's mechanisms to be able to capture that value, then you don't have, you're not painted into a corner and you're forced to like launch a token. So that's the kind of mindset that we went into the design thinking for the Archway protocol um, is that there are uh, methods to be able to build into the blockchain itself, the activity that you're generating on chain, having value and then capturing that value. So then if you build an AMM or you build a decentralized identity protocol, or you build um, uh, a web two business that really scales uh, with being able to be on chain, you're not forced to launch a token because the activity that you build and the users that you bring, that activity um, can be monetized uh, on chain and, and distributed back to the protocol. Right on, right on. Talk to us a bit about the how how you've come to come so far, come to this point basically, because I know this is not something that you're just pulling out of you're behind uh, just now this is something that has been built over quite a period of time right uh, by now um so yeah talk to us about perhaps uh the uh, the journey to where you are now and then the coming weeks because i know you have a lot of things uh, being announced uh, in the coming days and weeks yeah no absolutely um it's exciting times yeah i'll definitely drop some alpha we um so how did archway get to this point uh, well, it really, like I said, started with Griffin uh, digging deeper on kind of what were some of the flaws and things that he saw as um, less than ideal with Ethereum. And he, like yourself and myself, was inspired by the idea of Ethereum and, uh, you know, open permissionless networks and um, the ability to auto execute um, contracts and be able to do things more sovereignly online and more independently without third parties. Uh, and that was all really cool. But then he saw a lot of the shortcomings of people just um, holding and buying a bunch of ETH and then making a lot of money off of it, but then no longer contributing to the to the development of, of the protocol or the development of applications uh, in the ecosystem. And that was what inspired him to think about uh, what Archway could be. And then Griffin started working at Tendermint. He was an early one of the earliest members at Tendermint, uh, which is the core one of the core organizations in, across kind of the distributed um, ecosystem and distributed uh, companies within the, the greater cosmos. But Tendermint was obviously instrumental in establishing Tendermint consensus and building out um, some of the core Cosmos SDK uh, and some of the initial tech stack um, for the entire like broader Cosmos ecosystem. And with that, um, some of the kind of biggest brains and like most important developers across the cosmos were there early stages at Tendermint. Um, and so when Griffin was at Tendermint and he saw the potential of, of Cosmos and the native interoperability and the ability to customize your own uh, blockchain, it, it kind of became a no-brainer that this is the opportunity to build layer one that is long-term minded, has sustainable economics, and um, brings value back to the developers. Um, and so Griffin was also really smart. And when he created Phi Labs, there was a whole contingency of developers that came with him. Um, from Tendermint to Phi Labs. So another thing that makes Archway really unique is that uh, the company Phi Labs has a really big and impressive developer team of almost 20 people. And a lot of them are like the, some of the most OGs uh, with the Cosmos tech stack and with Cosmos and smart contracts and understanding um, native interoperability. And um, Archway is also going to implement um, uh, um, uh, why can't I talk now? It's going to uh, have um, native like relayers, but it'll also have 
interchain queries and interchain accounts. Um, so the layer one at Archway will be a perfect layer one to be able to deploy anything and get access to liquidity in the user base across all of Cosmos. Um, but also, it's a great place to launch because you have such strong tech backing and uh, such hands-on support when you uh, bring your product to market with the, the support of the PhiLabs development team. How long has the uh, Archway being uh, built on, so to say? How long has the work in progress been? Because I think it's been uh, built from for, for quite some time and with a lot of key uh, components, really well thought out, which I think this talk also <laughs> exemplifies. But it's been built, is it two years it's been underway or it's been quite some yeah, time? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just over two years that the protocol has uh, went from ideation to where it is today. So to your point, this has been a longer time development and it's been thought about very deeply and thoroughly. Um, there have been other protocols that have uh, thought about how to like reward developers, um, but at a high level and haven't been able to figure out some of the technical challenges that have been overcome at Archway. So the actual design and technical um, implementation of the modules, calling them, we're calling them the value capture modules, but the modules to be able to set and customize gas fees um and also set and customize your smart contract premiums um are very technically complex and to be able to execute those um it took took a long time and it's not just the um, modules themselves but how they function and how they're executed so for example um i'm running a stable coin and then that stable coin has smart contract connected to it and that stable coin is running through an amm and then I put that stablecoin up as liquidity in AMM and I get a LP token and then I'm staking that LP token. That's multiple steps of smart contracts that are interacted with. And the design of the Archway protocol is such that every smart contract that's interacted with is able to earn um, the uh, smart contract premiums. So to be able to have all of the different step functions and smart contracts interacted with um, benefit is actually a pretty technical technically complex um problem that's been solved so it's it's um and you guys can dig deeper into the technical papers uh they're all on the website um on archway.io and if you go to the bottom all of the the papers are there um but it's a pretty impressive problem that was solved and that's why it's been a couple of years in the making and also because archway is thinking about things in a longer term perspective and not rushing to get to market or trying to time like a bull market it's more about this is a protocol we want to develop so that uh, we can kind of usher in the next level of talent into Web3 where there's a place that they can easily deploy and access, um, you know, ongoing revenue. I want to just uh, highlight, you just uh, mentioned it uh, in brief uh, or in passing almost um, about the website. So anyone um, who hasn't checked out Archway's website or all the different material that come out, it's really well done. It's it's so easy on the eye. It's really beautiful. I don't know. The designer you have is, or the design team is, is absolutely world class. If you ask me, um, uh, you have economic papers. You got technical papers. It's just so well documented and transparent. Um, what comes out of Archway, which uh, someone like myself really uh, enjoys. So anyone who hasn't checked that out, go on archway.io um, immediately. I want to ask you about, you just mentioned also uh, how you, there's other chains and other ecosystems, other projects that are uh, being developer focused. 
One project that uh, keeps popping up, and I can see also a community member is asking about it, how you compare yourself to specifically Noland. Uh, and I think Noland is a, obviously it's not live yet or anything, so we don't know exactly how it's going to be, but they have very similar sort of value proposition, like uh, having contributors being rewarded for their, you know, in, in, in GNO tokens and all that kind of stuff. So how do you guys see yourself compared to Gnolang from what we know about Gnolang? Because also the interesting thing here is that you got um, Griffin on your side, who is a very much OG and an OG team. Same, same. Mm-hmm. You can say the same thing about Gnoland. Uh, they got Jake Juan, You know all these guys uh, working on that. So, so yeah. How do how do you guys compare yourself to to Archway? Uh, sorry, or to Gnoland, of course. Yeah. Um, well, I'd have to look a little bit deeper on the technical design of Gnoland as far as uh, what they're promising for um, contributor uh, value capture and how how that is designed. Um, you know, I think if anything, if this is setting up. Archway setting up kind of a precedent for more chains to think more holistically about developers and um, setting kind of a new standard in the industry for bringing value back to developers. Then I think we've then Archway has kind of made a really positive impact. Um, unfortunately, I think you know we've seen more developers come to Web three, but in general, it still seems like a very much siloed thing. Like either you're in crypto or you're not. Um, and a lot of like traditional businesses have not actually been able to develop and build on chain in any type of scale. Um, if you remember back in like 2017, during the ICO boom, there was like a bunch of companies that like changed the name of their public company to put the word blockchain in it in like 2017, 2018 (laughs) to ride the hype train. And that was obnoxious, but they actually, they didn't do anything with blockchain. Right. And, um, now it's five years later. And we still haven't seen that many businesses really do things on chain. Um, and, you know, some of the bigger corporations are doing, are getting interested in, in web three, but um, a lot of like small and medium sized businesses aren't doing anything as far as natively leveraging blockchains. And part of that I think is because of the, um, you know, there's a myriad of reasons, but one of the reasons is that there isn't the right economic designs. So that, you know, if you bring your business natively on chain, oh, do you have to launch a token or do you have to um, kind of do some ICO or like, there's a lot of like poor designs because a lot of these layer ones are not thinking sustainably. Uh, so you're not actually capturing value at the application layer. Um, and that's where I think Archway does a great job. Uh, I'd have to look at exactly the kind of design for Ganoland. Um to, I'm sure there's definitely differentiations um, and I'd have to kind of parse those apart to get a better understanding of exactly what they're looking to do to bring uh, value to contributors and also what they define as, as contributors and how they're, uh, how they're incentivized. That's fair. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns with the uh, Gnoland. Um, mm-hmm. It was just exactly. to get your take because I can see a lot of people in the community are, are quite interesting, interested in, in sort of seeing the comparisons. Yeah, and, and I hope Gnoland succeeds, you know, like, some people might have different thoughts about, uh, you know, different players or, or maybe even Jaquan specifically. I, you know, regardless of him as an individual, I hope that the chain is actually like a positive chain and it gains traction and that uh, there's good applications on there. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely have only, you know, well wishes for Ganoland, but uh, I hope that, um, 
if, if it's claiming to do right by contributors and developers, then it actually holds up to the promises is, is what I would hope. Yeah, definitely. But let's uh, zoom back to uh, to Archway. Just wanted to uh, to bring that question up front. Otherwise, I'll hear from the wonderful Twitter community uh, afterwards mm-hmm. that I didn't ask the, the right questions from the community. <laughs> but um, no, 100%. Let's talk, let's talk about the coming weeks. Um, you guys have a lot of things coming out. I mentioned uh, uh, also uh, earlier one thing that uh, I think a lot of people are keen on hearing more about is the arch token coming out uh, or the token sale coming uh, this uh, june 15th uh, i remember uh, talk to us about uh, yeah the token sale or any other things you want to highlight in the coming weeks yeah no it's exciting so um i do have to make the distinction i'm uh leading ecosystem and growth at phi labs the development company building on archway um, and we are, you know, the, the development company and, and contributor to the protocol, but we are not controlling the Arch tokens or um, in charge of that. That would be the Archway Foundation. And so I don't have as much control over, uh, you know, I don't have control over kind of the Archway Foundation, but um, the, the news did come out about the um, public sale, which I'm really excited about. Um, I think that that's a really big um, step because, as you know, especially, you know, with Cosmos Club and in our kind of world, we, we kind of operate a little bit independently in the Cosmos world uh, from the rest of crypto. And actually, I'm really excited about CoinList because it's helping kind of bridge that gap. Uh, I think I had heard there were over 30 plus thousand uh, applications, and I'm assuming there's actually a lot more because that was last week of registrants that want to get access to the Arch token via uh, uh, CoinList. And to be able to do so, the registrants are going to need to create their own Atom wallet um, and have their own Atom address. So nice. everyone that is coming from any ecosystem is going to get, need to get familiar with uh, Cosmos-based wallet, whether that's Leap or Kepler or Cosmos Station or uh, Coin98 or you know several others, Arch ArchX wallet. Um, but they're going to need to create their own wallet and create their own address. And so that's awesome because it's going to bring tens of thousands of users to the Cosmos. Uh, and getting native, uh, natively acquainted with uh, the infrastructure and the tech stack that we're also accustomed to. Um, and also, I think that um, there have been a lot of layer ones that have launched in you know, the past six to 12 months that have had really, really high valuations. Um, you know, Aptos and Sui uh, come to mind, but uh, even some in the Cosmos ecosystem that I think makes it really hard for, again, that kind of long-term mindset and sustainable thinking because you're like pumping up things at a really high valuation early on and then setting expectations really high. Um, whereas I think Archway is, is doing the opposite again. It's thinking about long-term sustainability. And I think that um, the valuation, you know, seems like very attractive, especially compared to uh, other layer ones that have big and robust ecosystems like uh, Archway does. Um, so I think that this is a really unique opportunity for a lot of people to get their hands on arch tokens and, um, be able to participate in governance and, um, to be a, you know, early contributor to the archway ecosystem via the coinless sale. Uh, and then the coinless sale, like you said, is June 19th or 15th, I mean, and then, um, within a month, uh, the, uh, archway blockchain is going to go live. So I'm really stoked. So we have those two big events and then, um, there's an ongoing uh, fundraising right now at Phi Labs. Um, 
So that's also a big opportunity. And there's going to be, you're going to be hearing some more noise and excitement around that to see kind of ecosystem continue to grow and, and some um, backers that are uh, getting behind Archway and supporting us uh, with supporting Phi Labs for the years to come. And um, there's, you know, some other announcements around um, key developments with uh, the protocol that will be coming in, in the coming weeks as well. Um, so yeah, there's uh, a crap ton of work on my plate. Uh, it's been really fun, but we're definitely full speed ahead right now. It's exciting times, man. So June 15th is the public sale of the Arch token. And then uh, I guess July 15th is when uh, mainnet uh, goes live. Is that correctly understood? Yeah, the mainnet date has not been officially announced, but uh, yeah, expect it's coming very soon. You just said a month from now, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, around that <laughs> time frame. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I want to have uh, here towards the end of uh, of the space, uh, just to allow ourselves a bit to to dream, to uh, to sort of go beyond what is uh, in the next coming weeks or, or months, uh, but sort of you know look beyond that because I think Archway is building something unique. I, I have never heard anything near what you guys are aiming for uh, really i think no land is, is is on the sort of path towards that but that's there's a lot of unknowns there uh, as i as i also mentioned uh, earlier so if we are, allow ourselves to, to dream a bit how how would you see archway or how would you hope archway uh, evolves in the in the years to come will it be like a a one-stop shop for any developer not any not necessarily blockchain developers but any developer to to build a dap um whether they want to launch a token or not is that sort of the uh, the aim here or how how would you uh, if you look you know uh, 10 years from now and looking back at what archway had become what would be a success in your eyes oh i love this question no that's great um well i would say Look at like can kind of look at it in a different a uh, couple of different time frames. In the immediate time frame, the next you know one two years, I would think that Archway can become a place for the whole Cosmos ecosystem to flourish, and that would be done via the ability for applications to easily natively create and deploy um, applications on Archway and get access to the greater Cosmos. So. If Archway is a blockchain that makes it stupid simple to be able to customize and build Cosmos smart contracts and launch applications to get access to um, all of the IBC chains and access to the broader Cosmos, then Archway is succeeding and helping kind of open the door for applications and developers to come in. Um, and especially with the, like I mentioned earlier, the kind of top caliber development team at Phi Labs to be able to provide a lot of like uh, technical support and onboarding uh and and kind of make it for a seamless um onboarding process to be able to get your application up and live um that is going to be a key con contribution from archway to the greater cosmos and then you know i love this idea of dreaming and what does it look like 10 years from now i think that's where in 10 years from now either um blockchains will be a huge part of the future that we're living in and and not just like a niche web three community that gets excited about when Pepe coin, you know, goes crazy, but more when blockchains are being used for our, uh, for our insurance for our car or for, uh, interactions at, you know, purchasing things at, at, um, at the retail store 
or for uh, legal contracts between us and uh, our businesses or, you know, in myriads of different ways that are going to interact our li- with our lives on a daily basis. Archway can be the place with that long-term vision and sustainable economics where small and medium-sized businesses can bring aspects of their business on chain. Um, and if, if that's able to happen and um, the economic incentives align so that their activity that they bring on chain is, is, um, is getting brought back to them and not only back to Archway as, as, and the Arch token, but to the um, developer ecosystem, then Archway will have had a huge impact on the, the future of technology and the future of how we interact as, as you know, participants in a global, uh, global world of commerce. Um, so the, the implications are massive. Um, but really, it starts with providing a seamless and positive experience for developers to be able to create and deploy applications within the cosmos. Right on, man. Well said. Well said. Deedle, is there anything we left out today? Is there anything you want to leave the community with today? I mean, uh, there's so many, so many good nuggets here. Um, but yeah, anything we left out, basically. Well, I would say uh, if you haven't, I uh, appreciate giving me a follow because you'll be hearing more updates from me on Twitter about Archway. But also make sure to follow the Archway HQ account. Uh, tons coming up. And then get involved. Join the Discord. Uh, the Discord link is, is in the Archway um, Twitter handle. Um, and there's a ton coming up. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for people that want to get um, involved uh, with the protocol uh, and early contributors. You know, it's still early days. We haven't even launched the blockchain. So get involved in the community. There's huge uh, kind of ways to generate alpha and um, get, at, get access to a lot of the benefits that early contributors are going to be able to participate in. And I'm even seeing some of the, the OGs in the community here and in the space right now. I want to give a shout out to Wendy. She's been a rock star. Um, People Po is building out an incredible NFT marketplace. We had ArchX Wallet, which is building an, a, a, a sick wallet um, native for Archway. We've got Astro Vault building a really cool AMM. Um, so it's really cool to see this kind of like already growing and emerging ecosystem. And it's only going to continue to get bigger. Um, so we'd love to have you guys involved. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend just following the Archway Twitter account, getting involved in Discord, and you're going to see um, activities uh, for the broader community coming up in, in the coming uh, weeks. Perfect. We'll make sure to uh, follow you guys closely and amplify any announcements that you come up with. That's for sure. Dito, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been wonderful and very informative. So uh, all the best to, uh, to you and the, the rest of the team at the Archway and Fire Labs. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me on Cosmos Club. Definitely. See you guys soon. Ciao. Cheers. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Cosmos Club featuring Archway. Recorded on Monday, May 29th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Nice. I'm going to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you're going to love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning And I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun And I'm like one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it To sum up everything we built during the last hundred upsets You're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man I keep Robo here, grinning it, 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 throwing up anarchy Smoking toilet trees, 
written philosophies Look at the dossier, we rack like geology There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried Imagine the smell, that shit is a vital experience Without knowing how you will not survive, period uh, <laughs> He's a fucking trip, man Jimmy if, you, Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship of a life, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house, son. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons on my dogs, man. You just a little rat, man, go on. Fuck off, man. Do one. Harmony. No, no, the wonder you're looking for a fucking job. You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking up with this. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsored lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is bustin' Think of all the loss accrued Just to pick up off the truth Because I'm not figured All those sub would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over How to divide my time between Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash phones bang, they're feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relators Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your dark Vader it's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance That everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are. We know, we know where they live. And we're, and we're going to their house. We have a wrench, a big wrench. And we will attack them at the wrench. And then we will take their validator home physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to lunch uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava, and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China. Chinese spaces. <laughs> 